Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's play harder than us. Uh, they played better than us, but we played hard. Obviously, um, but they made they made shots. They had the momentum. They got uh, when we were coming uh, close uh, back to the game. We set them to the free throw line. Um, yeah, they just play better. I don't know if they play harder. We got to play harder. So even if they play a better game, uh, we can still win the game. We can still put ourselves in a position to uh, win the game. He's right. Got to put your uh, got to put yourself in position to win the game, and they did not do that. Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michael Show continues on. We are glad to have you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. They have got the big party coming up. The Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, excuse me, the Wisconsin Harley-Davidson Rally is alive and well, and they are going to have it out there at their uh, their huge lot, which, by the way, is 280,000 square feet. But they're going to have bands over the uh, September 4th through the 6th holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. Three full days of live music, two huge stages, seven bands a day, Cherry Pie, Bella Kane, Boogeyman, Love Monkeys, all going to be performing out there. Over 40 premium vendors. Uh, they're going to have free test rides, celebrate 117 years of Harley-Davidson's culture, and get out there uh, during that Labor Day weekend. But if you want to ride that weekend and be a part of a lot of the different rides that are going to and coming from Wisconsin Harley-Davidson and all the riding that's going to go on in the area, go see Craig and his great staff right now to get you in a bike that's the right fit for you they've got an unbelievable selection of new and pre-owned and pre-loved bikes that are there for you and they're looking for used bikes i was out there yesterday and saw their inventory still looking for used bikes so if you want the best price uh for your bike go out and see wisconsin harley davidson highway 67 in oconomowoc just south of 94 and if you want to get a hold of them go to wishd.com that's wis w-i-s-h-d.com and see everything they have to offer wisconsin harley davidson they are your destination dealer uh, joining us now on the excuse me the Schneider Orange Hotline, uh, Eric Name, Milwaukee basketball insider for the Athletic. Eric, um, you heard Giannis's comments. Uh, they played hard, but they didn't play well. And I know he kind of takes offense to the fact that you know it, people say, well, it looks like you know that Orlando just played harder or wanted it more, but they did, and and they looked more swift to foot. And the Bucks are in some really bad habits right now. Yeah, I, I think. It- where Giannis really draws a problem with it is that, you know, I think in the first quarter, you you look at that first quarter, they obviously lose it 33-23, but the Bucks went up 8-2. to They they came out of the gates hard, and that was one thing that, that Mike Budenholzer, that Giannis really kind of emphasized after the game is that, you know, they played hard from the start. They, they got a lead, and then they just got out of executed. The, the Magic were able to hit a bunch of shots, the, the Magic had them trying to figure out what to do defensively. My starting day at the Athletic, you know, I broke down. They were trying to figure out in the fourth quarter if they wanted to switch, which is something that the Bucks really never do. They were trying to figure out how they wanted to guard Nikola Vucevic. They, they were trying to figure out if they wanted to go under uh, ball screens for Markel Fultz. They were trying to figure out what they should do with Terry and Frost. They, 
It, they just seem like a team that, you know, all year long has known exactly who they are and exactly what they're about, that, you know, they're going to defend really hard. They're going to keep you out of the paint. They're going to probably surrender some threes, but uh, ultimately they're going to be the best defensive team in the league, and it just wasn't there. And, you know, a big part of it is the Magic shooting really well. They shot great from the mid-range, which is, you know, a shot that the Bucks like to give up, and they hit a bunch of threes. And those all eventually, I think, sound like excuses because at some point the Bucks just have to play better. And uh, I think that's probably part of it. We heard George Hill after the game mention that the Bucks need to do some soul-searching, and I, I don't think it's quite that deep. I just think they need to start playing harder. They need to start going out there and, you know, kind of giving a little bit of that that extra effort. And I know Giannis takes offense to that and doesn't want to hear that, but, you know, there's just times where they're giving up offensive rebounds when they're one of the best rebounding teams in the league. And as far as offensive rebounds go, those are those are desire. Those are <laughs> those are just rebounds that you want to go out and grab. So uh, they got some things to fix and I mean, I know a lot of people would want to point to the fact that last year the the eventual champion Toronto Raptors lost game one to the Orlando Magic in their first-round playoff series. But, um, you know, unless it's a, a wake-up call, this is, is not something that, you know, automatically means you're going to turn it around. You actually have to make those adjustments. So we'll see if they're able to do that going forward. Well, that you know what? That's what I was saying was that I don't look at this as – um, a, a wake-up call. I look at this as an opportunity. I mean, you should have woken up before you got into the postseason. You should have woken up when you finally came back to the bubble. Uh, that That's your wake-up call. To me, this is about the the ability now to adjust and come back and actually play well and, and to do the things that you did prior to you getting beat by Miami. I know people wanted to poo-poo the fact that they, they got beat by Miami and then they got beat by the Lakers and then they got beat by the, the Nuggets and such down the stretch. But the bottom line is they have not had success in a while. Consistent success has been eluding them for quite some time, months as a matter of fact, since they've had back-to-back-to-back success. So to me, they got to get back to that, right? Yeah, they got they got to and you know, I think one of the the big things going into yesterday's game was, you know, we've talked leading up to this series just how injured this Magic roster is. And then yesterday, you know, you hear Aaron Gordon's out, Michael Carter Williams is out, and I think going into it, I struggled to figure out, you know, how is this Orlando team going to defend Giannis? How are they going to try to find find a way? And I thought Steve Clifford did a really nice job drawing up the scheme for his magic defense that they really found a way to, to wall off Giannis in the same way that other teams tried to. Uh, And it it was really hard. They were switching. They were showing a ton of bodies. I I thought they did a really impressive job defending Giannis yesterday. And, you know, he missed some close shots that he typically makes. And I think part of it at least was because they were, you know, a little bit more physical. They were a little bit uh, tougher defensively than than I think maybe Giannis expected. Like that was that was playoff, build a wall, strong defense from that Magic team, and that isn't something that you know I didn't I didn't really expect that they could do without Jonathan Isaac, without Aaron Gordon. So I think yesterday was kind of that punch in the face, and the the Bucks are going to have to get up off the ground and get going. And like you said find a way to get back to the type of basketball that they've been playing 
pretty much the entire year outside of the final couple weeks of, of the regular season and then, you know, what they've looked like now in the bubble. Uh, I am looking at this team and thinking the defense really does need to lead the offense. So if that's the truth, because we've talked about this team and their ability to get up and down the floor, their ability to be able to recruit. If you go back to the series that they had with the Magic, they were creating everything off of the uh, off of uh, fast break opportunities early on when they would get up. So the question then becomes for them, can they get back defensively what it is they were doing during the regular season? Yeah, I, I think they can. Uh, you, you look at how much talent they have defensively. Um, between Eric Bledsoe, Giannis Dekumbo, Brooke Lopez, uh, you know, those are three guys that are in the all-defense conversation for the last two seasons. Chris Middleton's a fantastic defender, Wesley Matthews as well. Um, you know, I think one of the things, and, and I've been talking about this in the lead-up to the series, is uh, I think it is tougher for Eric Bledsoe to really feel like he's a part of the defense when he has a guy like Markel Fultz, who doesn't really shoot the ball that well, who isn't necessarily like a huge creator for the for the opponent because he really thrives when he's able to go over the top of the screen. He's able to be aggressive. He's really able to to kind of go after guys. And yesterday, you know, one of the first baskets that the Magic get, Bledsoe's laying off Fultz. Fultz drives right at him, and because he was playing off him, he wasn't as aggressive as he normally is. Fultz drove right by him for a, a baseline reverse finish, and that's the type of thing that doesn't really happen to Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe doesn't really allow that, and it's happening because, you know, he's not as aggressive towards Fultz because he's not as good of an outside shooter. So I think finding Bledsoe and getting him back to a spot where he can really be aggressive at the point of attack is big. And then, uh, you know, I thought Nikola Vucevic, and that's what I ended up writing about, was a real problem for the Bucks yesterday. He he put Brooke Lopez in some tough spots. Uh, last week I wrote about how Lopez really likes to stay at the lane. He's one of the best rim protectors in the league. And when Vucevic is hitting shots from the outside, it makes it really tough uh, on Brooke Lopez to make that decision of, okay, I'm going to stay here and help at the rim, or okay, I'm going to go out and get Vucevic at the three-point line. That makes it a really tough choice. So to me, I think it's those two guys who – for so long have been at the point of attack, really making a difference defensively. I think it's getting those two back to, to being as aggressive and, um, you know, strong as they are defensively. Uh, talking, by the way, with Eric Name of The Athletic, I'm a Milwaukee basketball insider. So now what? Moving forward, do you do things different defensively? Do you do things different offensively? Um, I mean, obviously there's, there's pressure on Chris Middleton to perform better uh Giannis uh, boy I tell you what not scoring in those last 11 minutes still turning the ball over there's a lot of things that uh, this team has to correct that you really got to scratch your head and say can they yeah I mean I, I think the big thing is not going too crazy with adjustments here um you know you're the best team in the league for a reason and I think the the big thing is you just have to to get those guys right like Giannis not scoring late Chris Middleton for some reason, being taken off the floor for a two-minute stretch in the fourth quarter, only playing 31 minutes on the night. Like, I think if you're the Bucks, you really have to lean into your best players. Like, that's how, to me, that's how the playoffs work. It is uh, in the playoffs, you you play your best guys more minutes, and Giannis playing 34 and Chris playing 31, 
is a slight uptick, but not to me what I would expect in the playoffs. And I don't think the Bucks thought the Magic were going to be such a big problem that they were going to have to bump up those guys' minutes right away. But this is the playoffs. All these games matter. Uh, so I think, to me, the big thing is going to be Mike Budenholzer being able to remind those guys, hey, you you are some bad dudes during the regular season. Those are the guys that we need, and we need you back to that form. And And I think that, to me, is really – the easiest way you look at those four starters that have been so huge to their success, Giannis, Chris, Brooke, and Blood. Those four have to be at their at their best. You have to get more from them, and I think you got to get. If you're Mike Boonholzer, that's the message. You guys are so much better than this. Go out and play like we know you can play. Don't second guess things. Don't do any of that. Go out there and play the way that we know you can play. And in essence, he can't second-guess things. He can't be the leader of second-guessing and then tell them not to. That is correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. yep, absolutely. No doubt. Eric, great stuff as always, buddy. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Sounds good. Thanks for having me. There you, there you go. Eric Name, Milwaukee Basketball Insider for The Athletic, joining us for a couple of minutes. You can find him on Twitter at Eric underscore name, N-E-H-M. Joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.